The year is 1877. Dakota Territory is a grim and desolate place, but in the small town of Sweet Ravine, law and order rules. The keeper of that peace is the most feared gunslinger west of the Mississippi. Hold on to those ten-gallon hats as we present to you the adventures of Sheriff Alex Law. On the edge of Sweet Ravine proper is a three-room house where we meet our sheriff and her brand-new husband. So, that's how you're signing your name now. Figured I could use the practice. Alex Rawhide Law. Is there a problem? Shall we set aside for the time being that neither my family name nor yours are important enough to warrant a hyphen? We shall. And I should probably not mention that reading and writing are not your strong suits, and that it took you a full minute to write four extra letters? And a hyphen! And yes, not mentioning it would be for the best. Duly noted. In that case, I have only one particular objection. Which is? Rawhide Law sounds like the title of a book a married man has no business reading. I admit to having limited experience, but it also sounds like a book you have no need to read. Come here. Now, sadly, I have to get to work. What are you planning to do today? That's an interesting question. I feel the need to find some form of employment in this town, but I'm not entirely sure what's available. I spent the war working for the Union Navy, and any marketable skills I learned there are not necessarily applicable. Owing oh, to the complete lack of large bodies of water in the area. Correct. I made a decent living as a card shark for the past few years, but uh, the only two players in this town seem to be Sam and Slim. Do I need to tell you what will happen if you're caught cheating at cards? Do I need to tell you how unnecessary cheating will be with Sam and Slim? Well, don't clean them out. They're not that well off to begin with. Well, that's a reasonable request. All my requests are reasonable. Don't you forget it. Hey there. Howdy, stranger. I just came from the sheriff's office. Didn't see anyone about. Well, it's still a little early. I'm sure the sheriff will be around any time soon. Everything all right? Just some family business. All right, then. Something while you're waiting? Whiskey. A little early, ain't it? Nope. Well, all right, then. By the way, just so I'm sure there is no mistaking... Sheriff's name is Rawhide in these parts, is that right? Used to be, yes. Now the name's Law. Law? Well, maybe I don't have business in this town after all. I was looking for the sheriff who gunned down Davy Porter a few months back. Oh, that's Sheriff Law, all right. Oh, I must have been misinformed. Things change around here pretty quick. It's hard to keep up sometimes. Here's your whiskey. Well, good morning, Mr. Law. Good morning. Do you have coffee? Of course. Just a second. Much obliged. You think Sam and Slim will mind a third in their game? Not at all. Just don't clean them out, please. I would like them to eventually pay off the tabs. Yeah. I promise I'll break a pair to try and draw a straight at least once every hour. Thanks for the coffee. Here's for the whiskey. Excuse me a moment. I wouldn't bother sitting down, dude. Um, good morning. 
Good morning, Mr. Law. I would say you have me at a disadvantage, but I can't really turn around to see if I do know you owing to the feel of a gun in my back. Well, that's its own kind of a disadvantage now, ain't it? True enough. Do I, in fact, know you? Not at all. But you knew my little brother, Davy. Or at least you knew him well enough to shoot him. I think you're laboring under a misunderstanding, feller. Your name is Law? That's true enough. Then no mistake. And you wouldn't happen to be reaching for a derringer, would you? Well, not any more. Down on the table. We're going to go for a ride. Granny wants to talk to you about this. Good morning, Mr. Mayor. Sheriff, I understand congratulations are in order. Thank you. I brought over the bounties that the Territory owes you for last month. Uh, I thought this might be a good chance to discuss the change in your circumstance. Uh-huh. Sheriff? Hmm? I couldn't help but notice that sudden appearance of your coat on your desk. Is something wrong? Well, I couldn't rightly say. Something in your tone has caused me to, as they say, get my hackles up. Now, as I can't actually tell you where to find my hackles, I am disinclined to give them all that much consideration. But the good Lord did give me a set of hackles, and it seems discourteous to ignore them altogether. Thus, the cold. Hmm. Um, I see. Well... Do respect to your hackles. That would be best, I think. <clears throat> um, yes, um, well, uh, there are a few things we need to discuss. Now that you are a married woman, the money from the bounties you collected will have to be credited to your husband, of course. I'm sorry, but why is that exactly? Well, we are still a territory. I grant you that property laws in the Dakotas are perhaps not quite as advanced as in the rest of the country, but it's still quite clear that a married woman's property will become her husband's. We will agree to disagree about your definition of advanced in the previous sentence. I'm sorry, but the law is the law. I suppose that's true. It is my experience, however, that there is a certain amount of discretion involved in upholding the law. As an example, if the mayor's wife is drunk as a skunk on a Sunday, the law would indicate that said mayor's wife should be taken immediately to a holding cell. A kindly agent of the law, however, might choose to overlook such an offense and tell her to get herself back home with all speed and not to come back out until she was sober. Now see here, Sheriff. I have chosen to ignore the fact of your femininity thus far, but I cannot in good conscience continue to do so. There is nothing you can do about this. Women are not even permitted to vote on such matters. I therefore expect your cooperation at once. I see. Well, first, I want to thank you for so generously ignoring my gender. Believe me. No one is happier than I. Had I suspected that you were taking unwanted notice of my femininity, I should have been obliged to shoot you. Repeatedly. Your assertion that there is nothing I can do about this, we will table that discussion. By which, I mean to direct your eyes to this here table and the cult peacemaker which sits thereon. 
the lack of voting rights I grant you. Though now that I'm married, it seems to me that I own half the votes my husband will be placing in the future, and I think my persuasiveness in that matter is well understood. And finally, as to your expectation of cooperation, it seems to me that you did not come here prepared to actually make such a demand. <laughs> Why do you say that? Because I have a cold peacemaker, and you do not. I see. So law stands mute in the midst of arms. Oh, that's very pretty. Who'd you steal it from? I was quoting Cicero. Well, I don't know Roe nor her sister, but I think she got that a bit backwards. I am the law, I have plenty of arms, and I'm generally accustomed to having the final say in just about everything. And, on that note, if it will make you happy, my husband gives you his permission to pay me the bounties directly. If he should tell you otherwise, you just let me know so I can change his mind for him. I'm not sure that... May I suggest you get to counting out those bills in pretty quick order before I give you a lethal case of uppity heckles. Sheriff! Sheriff! What now? He doesn't talk him. Jody, I want you to try that again with more nouns and fewer pronouns. I didn't catch his name, Sheriff, but he marched your husband out of the saloon with a gun at his back. They took off heading east. Go saddle my horse, Jody. I have a feeling I'm going to want extra bullets on this trip. What exactly do you expect to get by this ridiculous story? The truth shall set you free. Oh! You're a dang liar, Law. You shot my brother. The least you can do is take your punishment like a man. Except for the war, I only ever shot one man and he is still alive. I would express my sympathy for the passing of your brother, but you're making it awful hard to show a lot of concern for your emotional state. Shut your mouth. Case in point. All right, Bartholomew, that's enough. <sighs> yes, Granny. Sheriff Law. Not the sheriff. You hush up when Granny's talking. It's fine with me if you want to die with a lie on your conscience. I am an old woman. I sometimes think that your memory starts to go when you get older because it's just so much work to remember all the horrible things you've done. You are about to die, so you do whatever makes you happy. Not dying would make me pretty happy. Well, yes, I guess it would. You know what would make me happy, Sheriff Law? Not the sheriff. Ah! Thank you, Bart. What would make me happy, sir is if I could see my poor little Davy again. He was a good boy. Nothing to say to that? Pointing out the obvious seemed likely to get me hit again. Besides, as I keep mentioning, I never met your son because I am not the one who shot him. Shut your lying mouth! No, no, Bart. Let the man speak. But think carefully about what you're about to say. These will, after all, be your last words. All right. If these are my last words, then I only have one thing to say. I love you. What? Wasn't talking to you. Ah! 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 Pop down.
I only shot you in the hand. And the leg. And the other leg, exactly. By the way, ma'am, I don't want you to be under the impression that I don't see you reaching for that scattergun. By all means, continue to do so. I have a severe case of orneriness just now, and I still have three more guns, not to mention the three bullets I have left in this one. You'd shoot an old lady? Ah! Yes. For those keeping score, that's two bullets left in this gun, and now one in your foot. Now, sit down on that stool before down stops being an optional choice for you. You all right? Mostly. Just a fat lip. Oh, tarnation! Ah! Why'd you shoot my other arm? My wedding night was just last night. I was rather fond of those lips just the way they were. That's the sweetest use of gunpowder I've ever heard of. I love you. I love you, too. So you weren't lying, mister. Your wife really is the sheriff. You'll have to forgive her. I imagine she's quicker on the uptake when she's not bleeding so much. How did you find us? My husband had a deck of cards that no one bothered to take away from him. Your boy here didn't notice him dropping cards every so often like a trail of breadcrumbs. This ain't over, Sheriff. Don't you think it's over for a second. I will get you for what you did to my... Ah! I don't care. I don't care if I shot your son, your brother, your uncle, or your second cousin twice removed. I am the sheriff. I shoot people. It's what I do. There are actual signs outside of my town which say, Lawbreakers will be shot. If I shot your whoever the heck he was, he was a lawbreaker. And now that I'm out of feet to shoot on you, I suggest you don't make me look for another target. You just shot my granny in cold blood. You just kidnapped my husband and we're about to kill him. How cold do you think my blood is just now? Bart, she already shot you quite a bit today. Maybe you want to stop talking. I will have my revenge. Oh, shut up. You just pistol whipped my... You didn't shoot them. I'm out of bullets with this gun. I could draw another, but then I'd have to put this one away. Or I could shoot left-handed. This seemed easier. Sure. You want to untie me? I really do. You don't mind being saved by a woman? If I didn't like being saved by a woman, then I wouldn't have married one who's a sheriff. And you're sure you're all right? I have a boo-boo on my lip. Kiss it and make it better. Come here, cowboy. So, what do you want to do with these two? I want to shoot them in the head and bury them in a shallow grave, but I don't reckon I will. We'll throw them over the back of the horse and cart them off to jail. Eventually, they'll swing for it. And if they don't? Then I'll shoot them in the head and bury them in a shallow grave. No. What? We shoot them in the head and bury them in a shallow grave. You are a right romantic... Did anyone ever tell you that? Thus ends this adventure of Sheriff Rawhide Law. Tune in again next time for a rootin' tootin' adventure with just a touch of shootin'. Music and sound effects provided by www.freesfx.co.uk Other music included Cowboy Sting by Kevin McLeod at incompetech.com Licensed under Creative Commons. 
by Attribution 3.0. Alex was Jill Wenzel. Caleb was Dan Wenzel. Jody was Liz Music. The mayor was Richard Tennant. Bart was Andrew Dell. Ranny was Brianna Kuby. Thanks for listening, partner. We'll see you next time.